Welcome to Grow Up, insights on how businesses can use technology to grow better. Please welcome your hosts, Jason Parkinson and Mark Hammer. Hello and welcome to Grow Up. My name is Jason Parkinson. And I'm Mark Hammer. And today we're going to be talking about something called USO. USO good, Mark. <laughs> so good looking. Yeah, that is how the name came to be. That is clearly how Yuso came to be born. Uh, no, but in all honesty, we talked about augmented and virtual reality um, a couple episodes ago. And, you know, very specifically today, we're going to talk about this Yuso uh, platform that's designed for AR and VR in marketing, primarily at, at things like trade shows and in one to one sales situations. And we'll get into that here coming up because I think it's going to be pretty powerful to kind of understand how you can take some of the information we talked about specifically in AR and VR marketing and what this platform uh, called Yuso can actually do for you. And we'll spell it for you, too. Just in case you're curious. But first, it's time to take a look at how technology can change an industry. And at the intersection of innovation and business, you really run the risk of being left in the dust if new technology comes and disrupts your company. And that's why we're taking a minute to look back at another example of technology shaking up an industry with Christy Sparling. Christy. Thanks, Jason. Today, we are looking at the PDF. It's strange to imagine a world of doing business online without the PDF, which is now the standard for sharing documents across applications, hardware, and operating systems. This wasn't an option before the first version of Adobe Acrobat launched on June 15, 1993. The PDF rapidly replaced alternatives and changed the way that documents are handled online. With the ability to sign in document, the PDF is now the first choice for tax forms, contracts, and more. That's another example of how technology has changed an industry. Pardon the disruption, Jason. No problem, Christy. Hey, thanks for that great example, too. I appreciate that. Okay, so we're talking about USO. I guess, first of all, how do you spell USO? So, Jason, USO is spelled Y-U-S-O. Okay, that sounds confusing. It is. (laughs) (laughs) It is is actually a uh, a rough uh, translation of a Japanese word for transport. We tossed around a ton of different ideas for names on this product, and USO is what we settled on. I'll be very honest with you. It is, it is not, um, you know, in complete transparency, it's not like, you know, we did a lot of market research and discovered that, that this name is going to resonate and sell more of this product than any other. We literally said, look, we have a great product here. Let's not waste a ton of time on the name. Let's come up with something that will at least resonate with our potential customers and make them kind of inquire what is this thing right um but let's not spend a ton of time on it so that's where you so came from it's also coincidentally my grandma's dog's maiden name <laughs> yeah exactly so that's the personal tie-in when we set out to build Uso, I'll tell you the story. We have a lot of customers that come to us frequently at One Fire, and they want us to do some one-off projects for them, specifically in trade show technology. And all of those projects end up being really expensive, like between sixty and a hundred thousand dollars. And a lot of those projects have a ridiculous turnaround time of like a month and a half um, before it needs completed. And the challenge with that is um, if you have a smaller budget, it's prohibitive for you to do AR and VR experiences. And if you have a crunch timeline, also very difficult to do right. that. And so we set out last year, about middle of last year, to start working on our USO platform that would allow businesses, small, medium, and large, to very quickly and very affordably build virtual reality and augmented reality experiences, primarily for trade shows. 
And there are other platforms out there that do this. But the thing that I think sets you so apart from others is the ability to do lead capture at the beginning of those experiences and then tie that lead capture back to exactly what the person is doing in the AR or VR environment. And that's a pretty cool feature because instead of kind of calling after people and saying, hey, give me your information or when they visit your booth asking, oh, do you have a business card? Can you sign my sheets? Uh, you know, how can we get in touch with you? This very naturally gives them a way to give you their information without it feeling like a solicitation. Yeah. You're offering them an experience. It only feels natural that you'd have to provide a little bit of information to participate. Yeah. And and that experience itself, what's really brilliant about it, and I know that you can have the debate on privacy or not. I mean, there is some opting in Mm -hmm. that happens as part of this. But imagine this. You have a product, a physical product. Maybe it is a couch. And so your couch has, you know, different colors and textures of fabric that you can put on it. Your couch um, has a reclining feature built into it. Um, It has this armrest thing that folds down and turns into cup holders. And it's got a built in remote control for your TV. Like it has some pretty cool things about it. What's neat about Uso is without ever needing to actually take that couch to a customer or ever needing to take that couch to a trade show, um, a potential customer or buyer of that product could could essentially see it in the physical space by using an iPad um, or a, a tablet of some sort. And then as they're looking at the different features, like the fact that it reclines or as they're looking at, wow, this thing has a remote control built in and learning more information about it, we're attaching those actions back to their contact info so that a salesperson afterwards can say, "Okay, Mary Smith looked at this couch. She experienced that it has a recline feature and it has the remote, but she missed out completely on the fact that she can customize the colors and textures. And so now when I I'm following up with Mary Smith. I've got actionable information I can provide to her. Hey, I saw you were checking out her couch. Know that you love and and notice the reclining features. Did you know this couch is available in eight different colors and four different fabrics? And it just allows, you know, Mary to be able to feel like the company's actually paying attention to what my interests are. And it's not just an interruption in her day when there's kind of that follow up that happens. Yeah. And then if you look at that on a grander scale, a couch is a very small example. But like we've got customers that we've worked with in the past where they've got some some real barriers to, you know, to their business. Oh, giant heavy machinery. And, you know, you can really transport those things only a couple of ways. And that's kind of where the where the name ties back in. Sure. Augmented reality gives you the ability. Augmented and virtual reality give you the ability to transport oversized objects to faraway places without paying the sometimes like comical shipping costs that come along with that. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I have one example. There's a company that wanted to attend a trade show and they wanted to demonstrate what their piece of heavy machinery could do. This is a giant machine. Yeah, you pull it behind a tractor. Right. It's great big. It's a huge, huge, Mm -hmm. huge implement. So to do this, they would have had to have paid uh, like upwards of $30,000 to get this to the trade show in question. And the demonstration time was about 30 seconds, <laughs> 30 seconds awesome. to show off this machine. Yeah. Wow. So that's, you know, you're 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 in essence blowing a thousand dollars a second at that wow. rate or more. And then that probably doesn't include the cost to ship it back if you don't sell it. Right. Right. Correct. So that's a, a pretty big gamble. And even worse is you don't really get 
to control the circumstances of that demonstration. Yeah. So maybe it's a rainy day. Maybe the maybe the trade show didn't present your product in the best light. Sure. So you pay that high dollar amount and it may not work out. And then you wasted $30,000. Yeah. In 30 seconds. In 30 seconds. Poof, gone. That is not a good investment. Yeah. So what USO does is it comes along and allows you a reusable platform in which to show off your product to hundreds of people mm-hmm. in multiple trade show settings yeah. without taking that risk, taking that gamble, rolling those dice yeah. on you know, something that could be a, a disaster for your budget. Right. And augmented reality is not a replacement for a physical product. No, um, of course. It can. is not going to be as powerful as having every model of your product at a trade show, but it is way more practical because if you look at the different variations of that product – for that company that we're talking about, right? They've got more than just one version of they this do. implement. And just one version of that shipping it was 30 grand. 30 grand. And, you know, even if they chose to make that investment to get their product there, wouldn't it be nice to have a way to show the different configurations and the different options that are there all in some some kind of a, a digital form that's then measurable and tracked back to the person that's looking at it? Yeah, absolutely. And given that this kind of thing can operate on an iPad, you can even have that in your booth and show people who are not able to come to the demonstration or not able to go to wherever your machine may be, and they can see it in booth. You can either downsize this object and show Mm -hmm. it on a smaller scale, or you can place it to scale in a big enough room. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. When you talk about, you know, some of these, these large products, there's another company that we work with that makes generators And these generators are very large and they're very heavy. And some of them have, you know, a a really extreme weight um, to them. And so the challenge here is that some trade shows that you'll go to, especially trade shows that are used to handling, you know, large equipment. So think like different, you know, different big shows in Vegas or, or, you know, Atlanta or wherever. There's still restrictions on the weight of the product that you can place inside of a convention center floor or the weight of the product that they would allow even in their parking lot because certain products that weigh too much, it's just not stable to put them onto a surface that's not designed usually for that that heavy of a product. And so this is another example where you so, you know, can really provide value is you're actually taking this software, you're putting your 3D model into it. And you're able to show that to scale with no weight to it at all, no transportation costs. And, um, you know, you can communicate the value even somewhat beyond what you can with a with a physical product. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. Because, For example, if you put a physical product in a in a trade show, you may put signs on it to say, hey, this this, you know, part does this. Or you may have a salesperson standing there to walk around it with you and talk through some things. But with you, so you can make it interactive. So you're looking at the product and maybe one of the areas of the product is glowing and you tap on that. And it shows you with text and video, this is what this thing does. And so it's kind of a self-guided learning experience as well. And that's a really important piece because think about the difference in your own life of when you've had a salesperson kind of hound you and, and you know force you to examine all the features of something. You've probably experienced that on a car lot. Mm-hmm. Hey, come look at this. You need to see the power steering. You need yep. to see this. Yep. Oh, wait, you haven't seen the cup holders in the back. So with USO, it's, it is self-guided. It's at your own pace. It's at your own 
speed and interest level. So you kind of dictate how you explore. Yep. And that's a lot more likely to result in the sale moving forward. Yeah. And so, you know, it's a little bit self-promoting that we're talking about this thing that we built at one little bit. And, you know, in complete transparency, that is not the goal of this podcast is to just sell our USO product. However, we built it because there's a problem that people have and they were coming to us with that problem. It wouldn't be doing you a service as our listener to not, you know, to not let you know that there is a solution to that problem if you were to have it. It speaks to the power that augmented reality and virtual reality can have in the trade show space. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot of other platforms out there that are, I guess I'll call them competitors to ours. Sure. So some that make the process of building it very WYSIWYG, right? Just drag and drop. Um, but maybe they don't have quite the uh, the enterprise capabilities that something more custom does. And then there's some products out there that, you know, it's all custom development where you're basically building it all from scratch. And the nice thing about what we've done with USO is that it's a happy medium of our talented team of developers still touch every every one of these experiences that comes through. But we can do so in such a way that's fast to market, much lower cost and has this powerful lead capture and tracking capability that a lot of the other platforms just don't have. So just to throw that out there, um, we'd love to talk more and more about this. And if you have a specific need, I think we can kind of take that conversation offline and we can, you know, we can have that that talk. And you can, of course, learn more about USO. We'll put the link in the show notes, but it's just GoUso.com is the website. Or always reach out to Mark or I um, at OneFire.com slash grow up. But what do you think, Mark, if you could sum this all up in kind of a 10 second takeaway about USO, what do you think that is? USO is going to give your business the ability to transport your product anywhere through an iPad or a headset or a phone. You can say goodbye to shipping costs almost forever. Well, hey, thanks so much, uh, Mark. Appreciate your time today. And thanks for uh, listening to Grow Up. It's a podcast all about using technology to help your business grow better. If you've got a question or a comment, you can always log on onefire.com slash grow up and uh, just leave it right there. Next week, we're going to be talking about sales enablement. USO actually has some plays in that space, too. It does. But um, we're going to be talking a little bit more about things like lead scoring and um, using marketing content as a sales tool and some real actionable things that you can take away uh, next week. So make sure you join us there. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Grow Up. For more information about the topics discussed in today's show, visit onefire.com slash grow up. This has been a One Fire production.